Welcome to episode 13 of the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. This week, we are talking about decision-making and how having a plan of how decisions are made within your team is important and things you can do to be more effective as a leader and as a participant in those decision-making settings. We hope you enjoy it. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Welcome back to the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. Chad Elbert and Jake Johnson here to take on another exciting topic. Are you ready to go, Jake? Exciting to us. Exciting to us. <laughs> and hopefully the listener. Certainly, certainly this particular topic can get exciting if it's if it's never discussed That's and true. handled, right? And the, the oh, topic absolutely. the topic we want to tackle on this episode is decision making within a team and how that, you know, what that leads to, whether it's talked about, not talked about, and, and how we as leaders can affect the engagement of our employees when we don't really kind of put some thought to how our decisions made in, in the team. Anything else you want to add to that kickoff? Mm-hmm. No, nope. I think that's a great intro for us. Absolutely. So I think the first, the first scenario that comes up is, is you're in a you're in a, a team meeting and you know somebody says well what do you think and maybe there's a, a been a culture of the input doesn't isn't heard right and and what does that lead to mm-hmm. yeah so when input isn't heard yeah yeah so sort of asking for input Hey, we, we value uh, what you think. What do you, you know, what would you think if, if, we, if we added an a extra hour to our shift? Uh, but we want your input. Uh, and then what happens when that isn't heard? Um, that can have a, a deleterious effect that can really affect morale, uh, especially because I think one of the things that it can be so powerful is that input is way in that that shows engagement that input is part of i'm owning this problem i'm weighing in i'm helping provide my input of what i think would be a viable solution and then i think it, uh, if that input isn't heard or you know maybe for whatever reason could just in just how it's handled but if it goes a different direction that can have a really kind of demoralizing effect a demotivating effect on well why'd you hear my input at all? Why, why did we want to, you know, why did we go through that? Um, maybe you didn't care. Uh, maybe, maybe feeling like I'm not valued um, in those, in, in, if my input sort of isn't heard or maybe it would feel that way. So yeah, those are some thoughts there. Just uh, I think it just has a, a pretty negative effect. Yeah. And, and I think the important thing for us is, is leaders in different levels. To, to keep in mind is, you know, are, are we willing to take, are we really, really willing to take input when we ask for it? Mm. You know, and, and if we're, and to be brave enough to say in this particular situation, you're willing to give input, but just let you know the decision's already been made. You know, you just yeah. come out 
Yeah. I guess, you know, from my own personal experiences, a bold, brave leadership needs to be willing to say that more often mm-hmm. than, than to, because, because, you know, the scenario you're in a meeting and, and somebody asks for input, a lot of discussions had, and you get to the end of the meeting and then it's like, well, this is what we're going to do, which has nothing to do with what was discussed. Right. <laughs> right. Made. And, and yeah. I've, I've seen that just erode confidence and, you know, the, the thing, we're, we're passionate about employee engagement. It, it just mm-hmm. erodes engagement. Because the, the, mm-hmm. the next meeting, that group of people is going to come in and go, well, what do you want me to say? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Why say anything at all? Yeah. And, and, and that, so, I mean, that, that, I guess that's, you know, what we're going to, we'll just kind of, we're going to talk through scenarios and solutions and, mm-hmm. and ways to maybe avoid that. Yeah. One, when you talked about bold leadership, I thought, you know, maybe even turning it around a little bit, because I think there is oftentimes this idea of like, we are going to go to this place, but let's ask for input. And that's where that can really break down when, uh, if the input isn't aligned with where we're going, uh, that can have a demotivating effect. So maybe turning it around and instead of approaching it that way to approach it, here's where we're going. What do you think of that? Like, here's where we're going. Tell me where you're at with that. Um, so it is, it's more of a after effect. Um, and I also think there's opportunities or situations where it just doesn't warrant input. The, the strategy, the decision's been made, there's uh, pressure that is outside maybe where the, 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 the team's perspective, where input is. And so maybe the, the situation just doesn't warrant input. And so I think we also need to measure those as managers of when it, we need to say, hey, here's where we're going. And how do we get there and let's work on executing and we can talk about engagement within that. Uh, here's where we're going strategy. But uh, so really kind of measuring ourselves as managers and as leaders for when we really want the input. Hey, help, help us determine where we're going. Where do you think we should go based on what you see versus here's where we're going. Tell, you know, and then where, where are you at with that? Yeah, I, and I guess as you you know, so, sometimes I think that goes back to one of our prior episodes was thinking about the question that really needs to be asked, and and uh, you know maybe in that that scenario is like really doing the analysis is that do we really already have a a, a direction picked, and is the question right. need to be the the conversation we need to be having is this is where we're going, I you know now welcome input on. I'm, I'm open to different solutions of how we get there, but, but mm-hmm. we're, we're, this mm-hmm. is where we're going, you, you know, that, that yeah. decision has already been made, but how we get there, that, that might be up to the team. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then how do decisions get made in the situation of where there's input? How do we handle as leaders? We've got a team of 10 people and there's different input. There's folks that have, uh, you know, let's go, to point A and then let's go to point B uh, from a different person. Um, how do we decide, okay, this is the direction that we're gonna go. Uh, who sort of determines that, um, you know, is it a democracy? Are we voting on this as a team? Uh, I think some of those team mechanics can be really important in determining uh, not only um, the input, but giving everyone a voice to, to weigh in and be uh, engaged as employees, but then also to, to, I don't know, how do we structure, how do we decide? You know, and then let's come up with that as a team. How are we gonna make this decision? 
Yeah, and that that's something that you know, as we kind of talk through this this topic, I was thinking of situations where we've been like in a, an inner interview process, and you've got a team involved on selecting ah. the right candidate. Uh, sure. And Great I know the, the situations I've been with that is developing a, a scoring system. You, you know, mm-hmm. some type of rubric that that is okay. You know, we're going to weight this factor so much in this category, whatever, and de- developing a way uh, that can take emotion or pre- you know just preference. You know, so, sometimes there's a gut feel, and we have to be aware of that. Um, but but you know sometimes if we can get it to where it's it's just a it's a decision you know Th- this way it looks like we're we're gonna um, get done a, a week faster than if we do it that way based on some scoring method and you know mm-hmm. I think when we get into the mechanics of a of a decision of like day to day process how we do things that can be a very helpful way in that team setting to say let's just spend some time to develop a scoring system get everybody's input on different ideas. And the best one wins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want. We want the best one to win. Yeah. And, and that works great when it's a repeatable process, like hiring someone that's, that's repeatable. Um, you know, a new product development and, and all that goes into uh, the engineering behind all the process there. It's the same process. So designing that process and then how do we go through uh, go through that? I think that's, that is a great example, especially th- having a Rubik. Uh, when it's re- repeatable. Yeah. You know, and, and some of the other things that come up in that is also the, the team dynamics uh, or the situation, right? Is it, is it truly a, a team or is it a cross-functional uh, group or even like an industry association or a, mm-hmm. a nonprofit? You know, th- mm-hmm. then, then it, it can get to just, you, you say, hey, are, are we following parliamentary procedure and Robert's Rules of Orders here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and let that type of discipline to those practices that have been developed for many years to, to let that help in the process of just determining how to make the decision. Yeah, that's a good point. The setting is going to, to matter. Uh, city council members, they make a decision by voting. Uh, right. It is a yeah. democracy. They vote. Uh, they hear input from uh, members of the community, and then they vote. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a good point. They're, depending on the, the situation we're in and the circumstances, like, um, you know, in a work setting where there's 10 people um, would look a lot different than like a, a nonprofit or a board meeting or a city council member meeting. Uh, absolutely. And so what are, what are some things we can do as leaders? Say we're in it. I mean, obviously our, our topic and our, our content is definitely targeted towards people in a work setting and mm-hmm. a, a team setting. What, what are some, some things we can do in, in that moment to, to help the team determine how are we going to make this decision? Yeah. Well, I think, two of the things that we're talking about is one is the leadership and depending on the situation, maybe we're the leader, maybe we're not. I think if we are the leader, uh, we just need to be transparent with has the decision already been made or is it going to be made? And then what you're going to do as a leader with that input. All right. I will take this input. Thank you. 
and we'll, I'll make sure that it's represented and reflected uh, as this decision is made. Um, and so I, I guess I'm breaking it down that way as a leader in the team. And then if, as a participant in the team, um, that, that I suppose would look different as well. And uh, I suppose I would just want to know how those decisions are gonna be made. So for me, I guess context would be important. Um, what, uh, how is this decision? So you're taking this input, what are we gonna do with it? How's that um, decision going to be made? You know, when is it gonna be made? Um, then just get, having some of those details for, for uh, yeah, I guess how to be a participant within the team. Right. Well, I guess even that says we break this down, getting down to some questions to have answered in, in either role, right? Before you go into a meeting where you know a decision needs to be made, to have the questions at hand, if you're the participant, um, you know, what is it we're really, how are we going to make the decision? What do you want from me? Mm -hmm. Well, and as coaches, right, we structure our coaching calls. What would, where would you like to be at the end of this call? Yeah. Uh, you know, what do you want to walk away with? That's a great uh, lead in. Sorry to interrupt you there, but that's a great lead in for, for this. What, what decision do we want made today? Yeah. And, and even that, you know, I guess we, as we're talking through this, I mean, we're, we're talking about making decisions a lot of times in a, in a meeting type setting and it, it drives itself to the discipline of, of, managing a meeting right? yeah absolutely we need to do a podcast on that <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, <laughs> another topic at hand you know but but that is that is the thing to start with the outcome of this meeting is x and we're, we've got mm -hmm. that you know we're 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 here to solve this problem answer this question make this decision whatever it is so if we start with that meeting here and and then as a participant or as a leader I love how you, you, you bring up the, you know, the leader's role is to be transparent, mm -hmm. right? Here's as much as possible. Here's any, here's the decisions that have already been made. Here's decisions we want input on, you know, boom. Mm -hmm. just get that out there. Um, and, you know, then be asking for in, input where it is going to be weighed somehow. And then, you know, as that participant in the meeting, we know what the outcome is, we know what our role is, then maybe we're able to really ask questions and get clear throughout the meeting as to what is really asked of us, where can we really contribute? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the, the important thing from like either part of that is if you're a team member on it, are, are you finding yourself disengaging? because of the way mm -hmm. it's being run. Are you the leader? Are you running it in a way that's engaging your teammates? I mean, that, that's probably, you know, my, my biggest frustration is going into a meeting, sitting through it, giving your input, and then, you know, it just not being heard, mm -hmm. right? You just, mm -hmm. clearly this was a, a meeting to try to get people in there, maybe soften the blow for a decision that was already made. And I just find it, it it's, yeah, maybe it, it hurts to rip the bandaid off, but you know, that, that's the, one of the burdens of leadership. Sometimes you have to go in mm -hmm. and say, you know, our, our board of directors, our owner, you know, other people in, in the, in the, the leadership chain have already made a decision. They've got their reasons. Some you can't share for, you know, a numer numerous reasons. 
but the decision has already been made. This is where we're going. But now, I think we touched on that already. You know, now the question really is, how do we get there? We want your buy-in. Um, do you want to voice any, you know, certainly you can voice concerns about the decision that's been made. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And I guess the ask as a leader would be, uh, you know, to, to voice and then commit, right? You're, you're, on, the, you're on the team. Come with us. Um, and we invite you to to come with us and, and work on executing in this new decision. Um, but certainly cr- creating that space for dissent, disagreements, conflict, perhaps. Yeah. And, and that's one that, you know, that, that is, and I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that back up. Um, that is something that I, I think in a lot of settings we steer away from is inviting conflict. Yeah. Inviting differences of opinion. Um, it, even I don't know, after the, the the way the last year's gone for a lot of people, I, I, uh, my my fear is that we end up continuing to surround ourselves with people that think the same way, uh, mm-hmm. where, where then you get very very you know one sided on your decision making, and so that you group know that what's that group think yeah well yeah and, and group think is is uh, I'd like that the idea of group thinking a diverse group versus groups. right right yeah a very yeah. um I'm, I'm missing the, the word for it right now but you know a very siloed i guess siloed yeah. group right um, yeah. you know so that that's one of the things that in those team settings we need to be sometimes okay with di- disagreeing with each other mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. absolutely and, and always goes back to and a lot of these challenges in leadership always go back to are we really grounded in our values and our mission statement and our vision for the organization. Yeah, and I would I think as a leader, um, I would just be so excited to have conflict because guess what? I've got engaged employees. They are weighing in on this and they care. If the room is crickets, I've I'm struggling with engaged employees and I gotta figure out how to get them engaged and interested and committed to this project. Um, so Dissent and conflict is really a good thing to, to what you said. Uh, one, we get the best idea coming to the top. We get a range and variety of opinions and perspectives. But then we also have committed employees and engaged employees, um, folks that are care- caring enough to speak up. And they're not just saying, hey, I've got to sit through another meeting. I'm just, you know, no one listens to me anyway. I'm just going to, you know, be quiet and, and not contribute. Uh, and that's where we miss out on on the value that those employees can bring. Yeah, that's such a good point. You know, is if you are running, either way, if you find yourself on the team just not engaging, and and if you're the leader running it, and you're like, well, okay, here's where you're going. We got any input, and everybody just sits there quiet. I mean, that's that's just a sign of a of other bigger problems of a disengaged group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, I'm sure anybody, if you think back to situations where the conversation got very passionate, I mean, you could really start to see people as who they are and, and that they are very committed to what they're doing if they're willing to mm-hmm. step up and, and go out for it. So that, you know, that's another part of that. How do we, how do we make this decisions in a team? We'll invite you know, mm. you have to be willing to invite differing opinions and, mm-hmm. and 
mm-hmm. then you know go go back to you know the beginning of the meeting or or maybe we have a big heated debate on something then we all have to zion circle around okay now what so right, I, think, right. I think once you gave the the example of there was a meeting of, of something and, and and we tabled something till later right right uh-huh. well, then what? you know yeah uh, uh, you, you know that that's one of the worst things. we'll we'll, we'll ta- table that for later and then not assign an action item not assign a responsibility i mean if it's just just tabled for later that's probably the worst thing because you're like well that's just a way of not making a decision um, right right but that, that's I, I guess you know even out of this is uh one of the things they're just freshen up on for everybody is is good good meeting etiquette right mm-hmm I mean, mm-hmm. that's one thing that's going to help us in decision-making. Uh, certainly ways of answering a question or making a fine-tuning a decision, the, the, you know, some type of a scoring method. Um, I think we, uh, mm-hmm. Then the other one is that is have an answer for wh- who's the tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah. We got, six, and- we got six people in a room, and we have three yeses, three noes. Well, right. now, now what? Um, so yeah. it, that you know, when you get to that that more uh, nonprofit uh, city council type thing, that those are th- there's usually a way around that. But in in a work setting where it's not always a democracy type situation, we we need to have an answer for that. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I think we just wouldn't want it to be the loudest person or the quietest person or, you know, the, the thinking about what characteristics and in how those decisions get made. If we have somebody dominating the input where they're providing 90% of the input, that could be an issue as well, because uh, maybe we're not hearing um, from the other, you know, people in the meeting. So uh, thinking about, meeting etiquette, but then also how we're as leaders facilitating these meetings so that we are getting and inviting in input from various folks, uh, just being kind of cognizant of, of the flow in terms of input that's being provided. If there's a loud voice, you know, how are we going to address that? Uh, because I don't want the type, you know, as a leader or participant, I don't want the tiebreaker or decision made because of the lot based on the loudest voice. Well, I don't want conflict and the loudest voice is, has an opinion. And so uh, let's just go that route. And um, so just measuring that, checking into it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Cause that, that likewise, you know, um, can disengage people too. If you've got somebody that's just an alpha, alpha personality uh-huh. and squashes sure. everybody that, that causes morale problems. Um, you, and that that opens up a whole nother. Uh, uh, de- I think we're planning on on a conversation on that. Is is some of those personality type uh, tools that we we can mm-hmm. use in the work setting, right? Because that also, mm-hmm. um, when we we get into these scenarios, if you if you can find ways to bring up the quiet voice and temper the loud voice and meet in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. I don't know if it's good advice or not, but one thing that comes to mind is to take the alpha to the side, preferably before a meeting or after, before the next one, and just say, hey, man, I love the passion and the input that you're bringing. Make, elevate them to be a leader. How can we, I just want to make sure we're getting uh, all the input we can. And I know there's some other voices and you have a lot to say in here. How can we, you know, elevate that alpha to be thinking about 
the decisions, uh, not the decisions, but the input of the flow of the meeting, kind of the feeling in the meeting. Um, and I think that's a great way to kind of plug them into, okay, I'm talking 90% of the time. I, you know, that I need to change that. Uh, and then if it's a problem, obviously we could have a direct conversation, but I think I would start theirs elevating that alpha to not because they're an alpha, but because I want the, you know, I'm thinking about the group dynamics to think about the group dynamics and have that alpha kind of engage in that way. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think of that, Chad? I don't know. Maybe that's not a good idea. Well, no, <laughs> we I <could> have conflict. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a. I mean, we, we touch on this, and that is, in those work settings, making decisions sometimes does come down to studying and understanding personality types, which, which I, I know we we have a, a. I think we're planning to to get a guest on uh, in coming episodes about using those yeah. type of tools. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is what happens sometimes in those meetings is uh, extroverts just get in there and maybe they squash all over the introverts. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different metrics out there for looking at personality types, but, you know, as we get into these, these team settings, uh, brushing up on the, on, you know, effective meet, running an effective meeting and also in a team understanding how to build team dynamics through personality types so that we mm -hmm. are um, knowing the other people to a point to where we speak and uh, approach them and inter engage with them it, kind of 50 50 right we you know i mean i i could almost see you know a whole room of very dominant extroverts may not get anything done <laughs> <laughs> right it's a lot right? of talking back and forth yeah you're like you got a lot of loud voices in in, in yeah. um but did yeah. we get anywhere mm-hmm Mm -hmm. No, so I think those are, you know, some, some good things for us to get out of this episode is, you know, brush up, brush up on meeting etiquette, mm -hmm. be disciplined to those kind of things, uh, determine how, you know, within your organization, how do we score? Uh, how, how do we create scoring metrics? Matrices maybe is the right word. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and then, you know, build, build a culture. Like we've talked about a lot of it and engaging culture is one that, that values different, differing opinions, values, everybody's input, uh, you know, makes vulnerability a, a thing where, where we were willing to really fully contribute in that meeting. And, uh, you know, so on both sides, the, the participant, we have to step forward, be willing to, to speak up, be heard, maybe share an opinion that that's uh, maybe not the, perceived flavor of the day and then as a leader you know be transparent you know tell mm -hmm. let people in the team know uh, what what decisions really are going to be deter value what input is going to really affect a decision to be made that that's some yeah. of that yeah good. absolutely yep i don't think i would add anything to that yep Stuff. well I think that wraps it up. I, I, I think there's some good things in there you can take away from this to really think about in that setting it on in a, a work setting and also in those maybe those boardrooms, nonprofits we participate in to, to have a plan, you know, look at how, how are decisions made in this organization in a way that's going to keep the team engaged. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, as, well, thanks, Chad. You know, you're welcome, Jake. And, you know, as always, please, uh, you know, uh, share this podcast with anybody you think would gain value from it. Uh, follow us uh, on social media. We're on LinkedIn. 
and uh, visit the website, pinnacleleadershipadvancement.com. Yep, thank you.